Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. If you're butting heads with the universe, maybe take a step back and see if you're really in alignment with, with what it is that, that you're supposed to be doing. Or who, who are you supposed to be serving? Because if, if you're not serving the right people yet, um, the, the universe lets you know. And then for, for moms it's just, there's a better way. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like the, everybody doesn't know your doctors are not always right. They, you know, they're, they're good at what they do. Hopefully I hope they're good at what they do. <laughs> they're doctors. <laughs> right. But it's okay to question things. Like it's a hundred percent. Okay. To question all of it. There's a difference between a dream chaser and a dream catcher. Thanks all for tuning in to dream catchers where we make things happen. Dreamcatchers was formally launched to unlock the hidden potential in successful, self-motivated individuals who desire to take their life's work to the next level but need support to evolve. We are a collective group of professionals with various backgrounds that use our talents to assist those individuals in realizing their wildest dreams by providing education, inspiration, and direction. This podcast is where we share the lessons we've learned along the way to catching our dreams and give you some context around the how and the why to each approach to put you further ahead on the journey to catching your dreams. Are you ready? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Dream Catchers podcast. I'm your host, Jerome. I've got the grand pleasure of having Cheyenne Barnett, Burnett, Burnett. Cheyenne Burnett <laughs> with me today. Cheyenne, how are things out in the like, middle of nowhere? <laughs> I know it's Utah, Jerome, but it's not the middle of nowhere. We actually have grocery stores. I feel like there's just tumbleweeds and dust. And I've been to Salt Lake City once, but yeah, I mean, there's just like desert. There's more than just desert and churches. <laughs> there is actually cool people. No, it's great. I love it here. I really do. The older I get, the more I actually fall in love with the state just because it's so pretty. I love it. For sure. So we do things a little out of the ordinary here. Before we dive in, how can the listeners get in contact with you? Oh, that is out of the ordinary. It's really easy, actually. So you can email me directly at Cheyenne, which is C-H-E-Y-E-N-N-E at becausebabies.com, which is B-C-U-Z. So like the cool, cool way. And then babies.com. Um, or you can hit me up on Facebook or Instagram. Um, if you check out My Mood Vitamins on Instagram, we have a whole support staff that's there. Or you can you can also text me or email me. I just switched my number, so let me find out what that is. It's 385-215-9020. Ooh, she doesn't know that our community actually reaches out to the guests. So this is I would love it. <laughs> okay. And so what is what is because babies? This is interesting. Take us on the journey because you've got one of the coolest backgrounds of anybody that I've met. And you do some sell stuff and then oh you got gosh. because babies. Like give the listeners a little bit about your background. Oh, my background is so weird. <laughs> if you had asked me, gosh, even three years ago, if this is what I would be doing with my life, I would be like, uh, 
huh? <laughs> no, like <laughs> to, to take it back to understand like my, my evolution of how this even came about years ago, I had gotten divorced and I had decided that I was never getting married again. And I was definitely never having kids. And I was just going to be this super outgoing business oriented finance related female and, and just like focus on my career. Right. That was, that was who I was going to be psych not how my story ended. <laughs> everything, everything was totally, totally opposite and so much better. Thankfully, it just was, was such an evolution into a, a dream life that I would have never expected. But it's originally, I, I did pursue a career in sales and marketing, launched my own marketing company with my now husband. And that's very successful. And we had a lot of amazing things happen. And I became a sales funnel expert and we were pursuing that business. I really enjoy the, the finance things. So I, I, Brad, my, my husband, he uh, is the CEO of a small entrepreneur funding company. And so I, that's how we met. And so I, I was very much wrapped up in the world of finance and real estate investing and business and sales. And I used to travel the world doing sales for Amazon franchises. So like babies was not a thing. Okay? <laughs> like no way. I traveled literally, I would leave town on Thursday and fl fly somewhere in the world and come back on Monday. And so it, it like, there was no way that that was happening, but my life just kind of changed over over time and, and evolved. And I, I had spent all of this time and energy developing I've, I've what I call a serial entrepreneur, right? Like I've always done a thousand different things and always worked for somebody, but always tried to do my own thing. And that's when the marketing company came up and we were doing really well with that. But we decided in, in the process of falling in love and le leading what was, I thought, the life I was going to continue to lead forever, my husband and I agreed that we were not getting married. We agreed that we were not having kids. There's there's some years between us and he's got, we've got two daughters from his previous marriage. And so having children, so there's 20 years between us. So like starting over was not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> like that just didn't even make sense. And I was totally cool with that. Cause I'm like, there's, there's no, well, okay. Let me even dive in a little bit deeper. So I was married to my high school sweetheart. And by the time I was 24 years old, I had been married. I had been divorced. I had lost three children or excuse me, two children, two miscarriages. And so there was like, there was a lot that led up to like no babies was a thing for me. Right. Like emotionally it wasn't, wasn't going my way. I, or so I thought. But long story short, it, it came down to, I fell in love with this incredible human. And it was funny because we, we fell in love, not not because there was this, I mean, I always thought he was attractive and, and super awesome, but he, he actually was in this position of authority for me where that was never a thought. And so I fell in love with him for who he is as a dad, <laughs> because I saw his relationship with his daughters and, and I fell in love with that. But I respected and appreciated him. And then over time, our relationship evolved into what it is. But we um, decided to have a baby before we ever decided to get married. Like marriage was still not a thing. <laughs> like That was not even even part of the, the conversation. But I was like, you know what, I could actually, I would be proud to have a son that looks and, and acts like you. And so that was the first time that I was open to having my own baby, um, which is really where my journey actually blossoms as well because I I had spent all of this time and energy and years focused on what I thought was was my path, but my son is what really sparked my the actual journey I was supposed to be being on. So all of that led up to 
the moment for me that actually pushed me to realize all, all of those skills and, and experiences and things were actually meant for, for this thing, which we, we had tried to have a baby and then Brad and I lost a baby. And so that was my third, third time losing a baby bef- and not being able to carry to term. And I, I was just broken after that. I'm like, you know what? This time I decided I wanted to have a baby. This time I'm in love. This time I'm with the person I want to be with. And it still didn't work. And I still lost this baby. And I was, I was just absolutely devastated. And so we stopped trying for eight months and really had considered not, not doing it. And then surprise, I was pregnant again. <laughs> so we had literally had the conversation. Like we sat down and we're like, are we, are we really going to do this? Are we going to try again? Or are we going to go ahead and, and let it go? And we both landed on, we were going to try again, but I was actually already pregnant when we <laughs> decided that. So thank goodness that's what we decided. Cause that would have been <laughs> a shock, but it just, it evolved into this amazing experience of getting to go through pregnancy. I ended up writing a book called a fear free birth. And it was just because I, I documented my whole experience about what it was like being pregnant and having all these opportunities for what what seems like would be amazing experiences. But when you have lost babies before, each moment has this film over it of devastation that you have to kind of like clean away before you can really experience the joy. And so every doctor's appointment and every new milestone, I was sensitive to actually allowing myself to experience the joy. Does that make sense? It does. It does Does because you... You had the experience of not actually getting the term. And so mm-hmm. it's hard. It, it's easy to say, oh, well, I better not get excited, right? I can't enjoy yeah. this because I don't know what the outcome's going to be. Totally. I was I was so, so sensitive to actually being happy about all of it. It was it was so crazy. And then we had a really crazy birth experience, which I wrote out in, in the book. But the turning point for me was where where my my actual turning point in in the direction and and how it became a business happened was at my 28 week appointment because up until that point which is pretty far into a pregnancy you know you've got two two girls right like that's that's pretty far i carried 42 weeks which is forever but <laughs> 28 weeks i went in for my appointment and found out that my ob the main doctor that you see right during your your pregnancy um that's supposed to deliver your baby uh, was like, well, I'm actually having a baby, so I'm not going to be the one delivering your baby. And I'm like, well, obviously I knew you were pregnant, but what? <laughs> so this person that I've developed this relationship with this whole time is telling me like, oh, hey, surprise, it's going to be a stranger that doesn't know you or your family or your birth plan or anything you want. Um, hope it works out. And I, I was kind of pissed. I'm like, wait, what? And I didn't realize it. But up until that point, I had really just followed like the, the social expectation. Like you go to an OBGYN, you go to this many doctor's appointments, you take this many P tests, you just, you just go with the flow and do what you're told, right? I'm not a medical professional. I'm a business professional. So I didn't, I didn't really realize that there's a different way. But once, once that happened, I started questioning everything. <laughs> and so that's when I started diving into like, what, what are my options? What are my, what, what are my choices? And I realized I had no idea. And that was a huge slap in the face for me because I realized I, I don't have a choice if I don't even know that there's a choice to be made. Right. So I, as a, as a woman entering into an experience, I, I have the capability to choose what path I want to go down. And I have no idea what those options are. So I I really dove into natural birth and water birth and birthing centers and doulas and all the crazy stuff. And I'll tell you right now, I am not 
the the person who wanted the blow up pool in her living room and have it squeak every time. Like I was so freaked out by that. I did not like. No offense to the women that love that. I think it's great. It's a little too much for me. Like all I can think about is squeaking and the mess after that. I'd have to clean up. Like no, I'm good. So, but I really wanted to pursue a natural birth, and so we ended up pursuing a, a birthing center. But that led me to. This, this awesome midwife that I, I worked with and she helped me kind of, you know, work through the, the different things that I, I had to choose that I wanted. And that landed us in, in this weird space of now all of a sudden I know what it's like to go from, I want every medical invention possible to, oh, actually, I don't want any of them. <laughs> and so the, the book took us through that. And so I was already on this weird journey of going from a, a marketing professional and a business professional to a woman-focused experience, right? I, I wanted to share my experience so women had an opportunity to make choices or at least just know about choices that they have the opportunity to make. And then after, after I had Ando, which is my son, who's darling and just turned 14 months old. He's so cute. <laughs> but after, after we had him... I so I, I came into this maybe part of my, my background too to understand is that I don't have sisters. My mom and I had a very uh, iffy relationship. We had some things happen early on. Well, actually, I told you guys already that I got divorced. So <laughs> she picked my ex husband in my divorce, and that strained our relationship a little. And so we didn't <laughs> it didn't end up really developing a, a good relationship during my pregnancy, which is that's who a, a woman would usually turn to, right? As sisters or or mom. But I didn't have that. Thankfully, my husband is amazing and super supportive. But really it, it was just a matter of like I what do I want? And I got to share that with Brad and he supported whatever I said. Right. I, I, it's not like, like he's carried a baby before he doesn't, he, he doesn't know. And so I didn't really have anybody to turn to. And so w- when I had my son and postpartum depression hit, I had no idea what I was experiencing. And I've suffered with depression in the past. So through, throughout my, my early twenties, I had severe depression and, and some significant episodes in my life. And so I, I knew what it felt like. And I had, I had spent a lot of time working with therapists and things after I got divorced to make sure that I was healthy mentally. Um, and that was really important to me before I ever got pregnant that I, I had a good state of mind because I'm a firm believer that your physical state is a direct correlation of your mental state. And I didn't want to build another human inside an unhealthy <laughs> mental state, if that makes sense. And so I... I didn't know what was happening. And so I just knew that it, it's something I was familiar with, but I figured, okay, I can, I can work through it. The big thing that I think is important for women to understand is even if you've experienced depression before, postpartum depression is different because it's, it's literally a manifestation of a physical response that's happening within your body. Your body just went through nine months of developing a new person, which comes with that, a whole bunch of hormones and a whole bunch of new things, chemicals inside your body. And within, in my case, 24 hours of labor, it leaves, right? So almost a year of developing all of this stuff in your body. And then this rush of, of hormones are different and everything's gone. So it's literally this up and and down flow of, of crazy hormones and chemicals in your body that's changing. And so it's normal to feel these things, but that still doesn't mean it doesn't suck. Like it really sucks, right? Yeah. And and I just, seriously, and and we all go through certain levels of it. Not all of us experience severe depression, but like in my case, I I experience more anxiety than anything else or uh, like intrusive thoughts. That's a big one. But I just, I couldn't figure out what was going on. And finally I had this, this day where I'm like, I am not okay. I am breaking and I could not 
get my shit together for lack of better terms, right? I'm like, I'm so happy. I'm looking at my baby and I'm so happy. So why do I feel so terrible? And I called my midwife and she outlined some supplements for me to take. So she listed out a whole bunch of different things that I could take to help. And she gave me a phone number and Jerome, this, I'll tell you what, one, are you freaking kidding me that this is how it was handled? But two, <laughs> this is why I have the business that I have today <laughs> is what happened next. Because what happened next for me was she listed a bunch of natural supplements because I'm, I'm a huge fan of, of treat it naturally if you can. I also fully support medication if you need it, but I'm not a, a medication person if I don't have to. So I was excited about that. But then she gave me a, a phone number for a therapist and she's like, okay, this person can help you. And I'm like, cool. Okay. So I call the therapist. And they're an addict specialist. I have postpartum depression. I'm not an addict. And no offense to people that, that are or have had that struggle in their life. But that's not my experience. That's not what I'm suffering with. And I just, I felt so unseen. I felt so un, like I, I was not listened to. I was so frustrated by that, that I'm like, I don't even want to talk to you. I don't, I don't want to like, and, and I'm sure that they could help. But I was so frustrated at, at that concept that I can work through it through the help of talk therapy with somebody who really focuses on addiction, but can kind of like help you with postpartum depression stuff. If that's like what you're doing or experiencing. It had the I'm wrong so packaging. It was totally. totally all bad marketing for you. You didn't all want any of it. <laughs> well, maybe that's what it is. Cause I was coming from a marketing background. Right. But I'm like this, I felt, I was, I was even more mad. I'm like, not only do I feel like crap, but then you're handing me a solution. That's not even a solution for me. Like this is, we'll fit you in. And I, I was just like, I was so mad by that. And so I just hung up and got frustrated and was like, F it, I'm done. And so then I went and bought all the natural supplements and I started to feel better, but I'm like, but it's not quite there. And so I did more research and found other things that I could take. By the time I was done, Jerome, there was over 25 different supplements that I was trying to take a day. Um, I'm sorry. Have you ever tried to take like five vitamins at one time? <laughs> Like so great. It was terrible. And they all helped and they all had different characteristics and things that I loved. But there's nothing out there, or there wasn't. There's there's never been a vitamin out there that's specifically designed to help alleviate the symptoms of postpartum anxiety and and depression. And there's the the way postpartum is handled, just just so you know, like postpartum, women see a doctor throughout their pregnancy anywhere between 15 and 20 times, depending on tests and, and things but a minimum of, of 15 times throughout their pregnancy. Postpartum, we have one. One appointment, six weeks after. And at that appointment, we're supposed to cover all of our physical discomforts, everything that's going on with the baby. Oh, and by the way, how's your mental health? Oh, you're experiencing a couple of things. Why don't we talk about birth control? Like so many things are covered in that one appointment. It's just, it's just crap. It's absolute crap. There's no, and we're not allowed or we're not taught how to prepare for postpartum beforehand. Everything about pregnancy is about developing a healthy baby. It has nothing to do with teaching us how to prepare for life after baby physically um, or emotionally. And so long story short, or I should actually say long story long at this point, we decided that we were going to create our own supplement and postpartum care plan. So we designed My Mood Vitamins, which is these lovely things, which I don't know if you can see it with the lighting, but this is all 25 ingredients. <laughs> all 25 ingredients in one fancy vitamin that you take two a day and you let this handle the postpartum anxiety and depression so that you don't have to and you can get back to doing the things that are actually important 
like being a mom and not feeling like crap while you do it. <laughs> wow. So like, how did you figure out the formulation? Because I mean, oh my gosh. that's crazy. Cause I mean, do you have, did you like hire a chemist or like, how does one build a supplement? <laughs> <laughs> this is like next level. <laughs> right. Well, what is so funny is I, I have had digital products for a long time. Right. So I've, I've been in the world of marketing and like I said, I wrote, wrote the book of your free birth. And so we've, we've done the digital thing for a really long time. And I was really familiar with that. I was scared to death to like, when I realized I should be doing a supplement, Brad and I were on this walk and we were talking about it. And I'm like, this, this would be the best thing. Like we have to do this. And then we didn't do anything because it was so scary to me. Like the, the concept of trying to come up with a supplement was so overwhelming because you do like, it, it's not, I just, I had no idea how to do it. You have to talk to a scientist. Like I, I'm not a scientist. I don't know how to put ingredients in one pill. Right. Like, so it was just this weird daunting experience. And so we literally sat with it for six months sitting with like, we really need to do this and just kept not doing it. <laughs> and it kept coming up and kept coming up. And I'm like, okay, so long story short, again, I should stop saying that. We basically ended up finding a company. So I, I had specific ingredients that I needed in the product, right? Because these are the ones that worked for me specifically. Um, so I know that they work and I know that they they helped me. And so I wanted to, to formulate it around my experience. And, and what I know, what I know can help other women. And so we had to find a specific company that could work with a chemist to develop the formula. And then we had to work out like the, a lot goes into this. <laughs> like I designed the label, right. And then you have to get the label approved by the FTC and all of that has to and having like specific guidelines on suggested use and all of that you have to have. Um, and all of it has to be approved. And then you have to work through... There's one company that does the actual product itself. So it develops the, the product. And then that has to be put into the supplement. And the supplement has to be bottled and labeled. And then it has to be shipped to... Or provided to the shipping company that then ships it out. So there was a lot of, of steps. But what was amazing to me was once I finally quit being so afraid of it and, and just got out of my own way and just started... Okay. So I asked myself this question and, and Brad actually taught this to me. He's he's one of the most influential humans in my life. He's I'm so grateful for him because he does everything I do. He helps me do it better, faster, and, and more simply. <laughs> But he, he said, you know, if it looked easy, what would that look like? So, so if the process of doing this was easy, what would that look like? And so that's what started us down the process of the simplest form of doing it. And as funny as it is, we just bought this house six months ago now and maybe seven. And the, the place that does our shipping is literally 15 minutes down the street. And so everything just, it just fell together. And as crazy as it may sound, it only took us a month to get everything put together once we actually started putting it together. Like, like once we actually committed to it and like was like, okay, we're actually going to do it. it. It came together really quickly. But yeah, that's, that's how it happened. <laughs> What's up, tribe? It's your host, Jerome. I just want to let you know that we put together a free 15-point checklist for exiting the matrix. Jump on over to dreamshouldbereal.com in order to pick your free copy up. Let's get back to the show. All right. So did you feed it to any rats? Like were any animals harmed in this process? God, no. <laughs> so on the <laughs> label, it is, it'll say it's vegan free or vegan friendly, gluten free, non-GMO, cruelty free. There's a cute little bunny. Um, and it's also made in the U.S. because I'm a big advocate <laughs> of that. 
<laughs> Wait, I'm trying. But I mean, don't you have to go through the testing and all that stuff too, or no? So what's yes, but what's brilliant about it is it's all it's all um, minerals, herbs, and vitamins that are uh, compiled into this beautiful one supplement, and they're all natural. So each individual ingredient has been tested on its own, not on animals. <laughs> But through through their own <laughs> testing process for safety, and then then the product itself is tested after. Oh, so no rats, oh, no rats yeah. or bunnies. Okay. Sorry about you. <laughs> <laughs> just so, people. <laughs> just people, and you were the guinea pig number one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. You, you're going to put a supplement together. You're going to make sure that no more moms have to deal with this problem of being sent to a substance abuse counselor because of postpartum <laughs> depression and you do it what yeah was the worst fear in the process what was what sorry say that again the worst fear in the process oh my gosh Can I just, so i told you that i i'm like a serial entrepreneur right i've 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 always like from from 18 i got my real estate license like i was always trying to do something never in my life jerome have i ever been have I ever had the thought of if this one doesn't work, I'm like, I give up. I'm done. I'm done trying to do my own thing. And for the first time in my life that that happened and it was so weird. We did not encounter an issue when it happened. It was literally just, we, we took the product live on mother's day. And that was really important to me because my birthday is May 6th. So mother's day is just a few days after that. And I just turned 30. And so it was really important to me because I want to be on Forbes 30 <laughs> under 30. <laughs> it's like, so it was really important to me that I launched it before I, <laughs> I turned 30. But nothing like obviously we we are in the process of the ramp up phase and now we're we're connecting with influencers and things like that to get the product out but we hadn't we had launched the product it was live everything was good nothing was wrong and because I wasn't seeing this like we didn't flip the switch and all of a sudden sales just started pouring in and moms all over the world are sending me thank you notes. And all of a sudden I, I got this fear of like, what if it doesn't work? Like, what if, what if I put all this work into this product and I can't get it into the hands of the moms that need it most? And I just like slowly started to melt inside <laughs> and, and, and I knew that it was crazy and, and ridiculous because I, I have the capability and the skill set and people like you who are willing to help us, you know, ex- expand our message and, and explore other venues, but for marketing and things like that. But it just, it was this weird, I could cry. <laughs> It was this weird fear that I've never experienced before where I was just like, if this doesn't work, I quit. And that's not true, but that's the first time that that thought has ever crossed my mind in my entire life. And I honestly think that it's because this is the closest to complete alignment with where I'm supposed to be and what I'm supposed to be doing that that came up. You actually found the dream and the purpose and that's Mm -hmm. exciting. And, you know, usually, you know, all the stuff that you talked about leading into this, the mess, right, turned into your message. If you didn't have such a hard time, if you didn't then actually get the thing you wanted the most and then find out that, hey, there's some feelings on the backside of this that aren't so great. And maybe I felt a little bit of that before when I had the miscarriages, but this is a whole new level. And oh, by the way, I got this little person counting on me now. So, right. He's screaming because he's hungry and it's like, wait, what if I can't make him be quiet and right. all the other stuff? It's uh, it's really, really, really compelling for me to see this journey and how it all unfolded. So that leads me to like my next question. Was there like a rock bottom in the process where you just, you know, were there and you're like, oh my goodness, now what? Yeah. You know, so looking back at it at the time, I wouldn't have known that that's what I was experiencing. Right. But it 
was definitely that moment of none of this would have happened. And I would not be changing the lives of women around the world with a revolutionary product in postpartum care if I hadn't had lost my, my baby with Brad. Because that experience was devastating and horrible. and but, but all the other things too, right? Like if I had had a really good relationship with my mom, I may have never questioned anything. And I may have just asked my mom her opinion and her advice and gone a totally different path. If I had never met my husband, I would have never written my book because he's the one that told me to, to document everything. He's the one that was like, it doesn't matter what it's going to be. If it's just a blog, just write it down. And so if, if I hadn't had been in the process of going through all of those trials, I wouldn't have been in the mindset of even considering my, my pregnancy experience as, as a potential business, right? Like the, the thoughts would have never come up. And so that, I think that miscarriage was, was the, my third miscarriage. So the one with Brad was, was the lowest I ever got because it was, I was just so devastated that I just wanted, I just gave up on a lot of things. Like I wasn't motivated. I was just, I was really sad all the time. Like there's this heavy loss for me that I, I hadn't experienced with my other two miscarriages, which I, I did experience some, some, like I needed to see a therapist after my first one. It was, it was pretty rough for me. I was 19 when it happened. And it was just like, it, it was a moment of God doesn't believe I'm going to be a good mom. So he took my baby away kind of thing. Like I had to work through some weird shit. <laughs> you can be so unreasonable with the stories we tell ourselves. It's amazing. Oh my gosh. It, it is amazing. It, it is so amazing. But I think that that was really the thing for me. And then I, I had another really rough time with launching the book and like the same thing experiencing where you just, you don't see sales the second you make a product go live, right? The second, like an entrepreneur, it's so challenging because you, you go through all these phases and you don't have, typically you don't have somebody else to lean into to be like, this is the next phase of the business, right? You, you've got to figure it out. And so being the product developer, being the writer, being the, the sales funnel builder and being the marketer, like there's, there's these steps that you have to, to work through or that I had to work through. And I, I questioned every single piece of it because if, if you had met me 10 years ago and had asked me, like I was, I was the kind of person who was like, don't, don't ask me to touch the DVD player. Like I, I don't do DVD, like I technical, hell no, like not my jam <laughs> at all. If it has an outlet and all I have to do is plug it in, that's about as technical as I go. The fact that I wear an Apple watch today, people that knew me 10 years ago would be like, that's not even the same person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's been this crazy evolution in myself personally that uh, allowed for it. But I think um, going through something so, so emotional and so personal and not being ready to share it made, made it take some time for, for me to have to work through my own stuff. And one thing that I, I learned in that process was it's okay to keep your, your wounds covered until they're healed. Like you don't, you don't have to share everything right then, right? Like every, everything doesn't have to be out in the open for everybody to, ju to judge. Like if you're still judging you, it's okay to not let other people judge you. <laughs> and and so that was something I, I really had to work through with, with the pregnancy stuff because I, I was not ready to talk about it. And until I was, this next piece couldn't manifest. Does that make sense? 1000%, 1000%. I just... The clarity of getting to that place of, you know, I one just because I launched, it doesn't mean that people are ready because you still right. got to get traffic to the thing. Right. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what? how you great the product traffic. is. People have to actually come through and people look at it. People have to know it, it exists. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> if they don't, they can't. My man, Carl Sona, I say it over and over again. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. And 
the reality of the situation is there's so many people who have the problem. They think they're the only one that has the problem. Nobody's actually decided to be the person to solve the problem. Or if they have, they haven't told enough people that they solve the problem. So the person that's looking for them can't actually find the person that can help them. And so they get pushed into these places that they don't actually need to be and end up getting a solution that they don't even want because it doesn't even speak to who they are. And so I think you found what is probably going to be extremely valuable niche and something that is going to improve the lives of so many women. I, I, as I get older and I guess I seem less threatening, more and more people open up to me and I find out about miscarriages and a lot of the things that ladies go through and it's just like I didn't even know that was a thing when I was you know younger and now it's like oh and they think they're the only one and it's like it's so common though people just don't talk about it because they didn't heal right and they're trying to keep it covered and they're embarrassed that it happened and there's probably some of that self-talk that you had when you were 19 with all of them and they're just trying to work their way out of it by themselves because of whatever shame that they've attached Mm -hmm. to it and most of it probably has absolutely nothing to do with them and I know it's hard to say that when it's something like it's your body is something so personal but i don't know that it's their fault right it's like not. it's absolutely not that's kind of the toughest part and then you get in the cycle because there are a whole lot of women that want to be moms and aren't mm-hmm. able to be moms or you know they have miscarriages time after time and it's all of this stuff and it's so uncomfortable to talk about and you know it's easy to go on facebook and see the pictures of the babies and everybody who seems so happy and all the stuff worked out just as they planned and nobody actually thinks that hey all of this was posed and created for the sake of putting on social media and it's not actually all that real so I think this is just phenomenal. As you were going through this process, I know you said it came together quickly, but when did you realize that you had to keep going, right? When did you realize that you had to bring the supplements to the marketplace? Because I'm sure you decided you wanted to stop. I'm guessing it probably cost a little more than you expected, maybe a little bit harder. So kind of walk us through that. What what was really interesting about it was I it, it came up for me and there there was things left and right, right? That that the universe just kept yelling at me like this is something you need to be doing. But a really good friend of mine, she has been suffering with infertility for a long time. And her and I were having a conversation and she actually did finally get pregnant and miscarried. And it's it's something I know, right? It, it was heartbreaking. It's something as funny as it is, 20% of women who get pregnant do miscarry. And that doesn't seem like a big number, but it is actually a pretty big number. There's a significant number of women who experience it. So it's not uncommon, but it doesn't make it easier for any of us. And it doesn't make it easier if you're three weeks in or six weeks or 14 weeks. I promise I've experienced all of them. (laughs) They they hurt (laughs) no matter when it it happens physically and emotionally. Like it, it, it sucks. And she... I realized that as we're on the topic of miscarriage, you know, the supplement specifically is designed to help women have a natural solution for something that currently in the market, the the only solution is antidepressants or talk therapy, right? So you have two choices. You can work through emotional distress and anxiety and, and severe sadness through the help of talk therapy. (laughs) <laughs> or you can basically relinquish all of your feelings and move over to medication. I didn't love that. And I realized that she, 
having gone through a miscarriage was experiencing a similar thing because your body, it, it, whether you're miscarrying at three weeks or, you know, obviously at the end of a pregnancy, you've had a longer time to develop those hormones and things. So it's, it's maybe a little bit more potent in your system. And so that's where we get baby blues and postpartum anxiety and things like that because our body's changing after everything that it just went through to change in a year. But your body goes through similar things during a miscarriage. So even though you may only be three weeks in, your body still ramps up the progesterone in, in your, your system. It ramps up the other chemicals and, and natural hormones. And that leaves very quickly when you miscarry. And so even if you're three weeks in or six weeks in or 12 weeks in or wherever at in, in the, the pregnancy and you miscarry, you're going to experience those, those things. And I realized that I guess it was just kind of a smack in the face when, when I realized that there's a much bigger problem in, in the process of how, how women are, are educated on how to care for themselves in this state, if that makes sense. She, she didn't, you know, they, they just tell you, let us know what's going on. Like if you, if you need to come do a DNC, that kind of thing, like let us know if you don't feel like you pass everything. Like it's very, very cold and not, not fun, obviously, but just not, there's not a lot of self care. There's not a lot of mental health care that's happening, right? It's all very sterile and very physical. And so that, that was a big thing. But then I started down, down this path uh, from, from having that conversation with her and started researching and realizing the number of women on antidepressants, Jerome, is absolutely insane. It's insane. I had no idea. I had no idea, but I was talking to a, a friend of mine who I, I didn't know this, but she's been on antidepressants since her second baby was born. Another friend of mine is on antidepressants. Didn't know that. I was talking to an influencer mom who wants to, to promote our supplements and she's currently on antidepressants and has been for four years. And they, they go on them, like my, the influencer that I'm talking about, she's amazing, but she's experienced a, a stillbirth. And so there's a lot of stress and trauma that come with that. And so she was already somebody who was likely to experience postpartum anxiety and depression from previous experiences and then went through something like that. And I'm just, I was just shocked at the number of women who are on antidepressants and then end up on them for a really, really long time. Like four years is a long time. And there's people on them for, for five and 10 years. And that's, that's wrong to me. Like, especially because there, there's ingredients in these that specifically have, have research has been done that shows that it, has as good or better results than many of the the antidepressants that are available on the market, but it doesn't naturally. And so there's there's products that, that are available to do these things, but we we go to our doctors um, and and they prescribe medication. That's what they do, right? And, and not to say that they're doing it wrong, but there's just there's there's got there's a better way. <laughs> there's a better way, <laughs> and it just it truthfully it just broke my heart to realize how many women feel like they're they don't have another option to get control of their feelings and be a good mom other than going on antidepressants. And I refuse to let that continue to be the the social norm. I think that's stupid. <laughs> stupid. And what do you call that? What is it? When irresponsible. Totally. A bunch of other words, because I mean, this is all naturally, right? So yeah. There, there's ways to regulate. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think you have to do what is right for you. And absolutely. But being willing to say that there's something wrong, I think is the most important thing that somebody can do, because if they don't do that, then they end up in a space where they're 
floundering and people are asking what's wrong and they're not answering any questions and it just keeps going dot 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 to the mm-hmm. next, right and eventually to your point right they never feel seen they never feel heard they feel yeah. like they have no voice and everything's about the baby you know moms don't want to see their daughters anymore they want to see the grandbaby and it's just like yeah right. you're fine you're over there give me the kid give me the kisses give it's me the so hugs. true Yeah. And so, yeah. And just the, I don't know. I think some moms just feel discarded after they have the. Absolutely. That's not fair. It's not fun. And I don't think it would make anybody feel amazing. But you're standing in the gap for them. And so I just want to just love you a little bit and tell you how amazing it is to see you giving a voice to something that, in a face, to something that hasn't had one, right? People are just kind of pushing it to the side. It's uncomfortable. It's personal. And so people just avoid the thing, right? And just kind of, I, what I've learned most about moms is like the whole game is just, you know, pull your, pull your shoelaces up, pull your panty, put your big girl panties on and you got to get to it because the little person's counting on you. And, you know, the, a lot of times guys get this rap for being incompetent and incapable of actually contributing, which I think is extremely far from the truth. And I mean, you've loved on your husband over and over again to talk about how great he's been. So, you know, being able to create a environment where people are likely to um, have the support they need in order to be successful, I think is critical for such a large undertaking and, you know, being able to put them in the space that you've created with, you know, the book, the supplement. And I imagine there's some form of a community that's going to kind of go with all this stuff so that folks can actually get to a place where they can get back healthy if they're not. I mean, at the end of the day, health is all that we really have. And so outside of the supplement, are there other things that you're doing to help with your physical and mental health? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I developed a whole postpartum preparation guide that we actually send with the first order of supplements. Um, and that goes through a, a lot of really, really important things. So questions that I didn't know to ask that I wish I would have known to ask beforehand. Because for me personally, one of my my biggest, I, I felt blindsided by being a mom for the first time, like the first so many different times in, in my postpartum period that I just, I I was so frustrated that I didn't know the right questions to ask. And so because I didn't know the right questions to ask, I didn't have the guidance that I deserved. And so I wanted to put together resources and things like that. So we have a a 28 plus page guide on questions to ask before you actually have the baby. So you have a preparation (laughs) for for what to do and, and how to talk to your partner. And if you don't have a partner, what does that look like for you? And who do you have to support with? And how are you going to balance things. Because as funny as it may sound, balancing a baby and who's going to do the dishes actually requires communication because it, it's exhausting. And both partners have to be involved in in household. And like in, in my case, my husband and I both run our own businesses. And so there's a child involved. There's a home involved because of COVID. Everybody's at home now, right? So you got to balance your, like you, you don't have really time to yourself. And then you've got, so there, there's a lot of things that need to be considered. And, and for moms that are doing it by themselves. There's other things that have to be considered. Um, so we, we did do that. Um, we do have a community I think is really important. So we do have the the private Facebook group for, for everybody that um, we want to be able to bring in that safe space to just talk about all the crappy stuff, but not dwell on the crappy stuff and, and have solutions and resources that allow us to work through it. Because one thing that I experienced a lot in, in a lot of the mom groups I was in for postpartum is, is it's mostly just 
complaining because we need to vent, which is important. But if it's all just complaining, that made me feel worse. Right? You know, what I mean? like if all I'm doing is reading other people's feelings of how much it sucks, but there's never any solutions, that made it worse for me. So I quit going into the groups. And so I wanted to create a space that was a space to vent and to connect, but not just focus on on the crappy parts, but also talk about, okay, what can we do to feel better today? And if that is taking a supplement and taking a bath, awesome. If that's reading a book, awesome. But having resources and, and the capability to have virtual coffee dates with moms, and which is so funny. So I was always the person who, like, this is a total side note. <laughs> I, I'm like, I, I, friends were never my, my big thing. Like, I was always so focused on what am I going to do with my career and my life? And like, business was always my thing. And I never, ever expected to be the mom that was like, I need mom friends. Never. <laughs> like, there's no way. That's not going to be me. It's totally me. <laughs> <laughs> I need it. <laughs> There's and just I bet something there is a mom listening to this right now and says, Cheyenne, I need it too. How can I right. find out more about this? So I mean, there's people on the edge of their seat. They are either impacted or they know somebody that's going through it. Aww, How can they I get more? So. How can they it's get really more? It's really easy. Obviously, you can reach out to me directly. I'm happy to, to correspond with anybody that has questions. But if you want to just join the group, you can join the group directly. Um, It's facebook.com slash because babies. And then the group that's attached to that is it's the because babies group. So you can find that. And again, that's B-C-U-Z because babies. But yeah, that's where, where we all all come together. And uh, we're going to start doing some live coaching and training of some of the, the things. One of the big things that I'm, I'm putting together right now is a list of um, the top 10 things to look out for uh, if you are starting to experience postpartum anxiety and depression. So you know that in advance. And things that you can do, you know, physically, the supplements is super helpful, but you can also do other things like exercise, which if you're like me and are listening to this, but <laughs> there are things <laughs> that do make, and it does actually help. And so doing things as little as taking Ondo on a walk and getting some fresh air that like, I like yoga and that kind of thing, but I hate running and you can't pay me to go run. So, <laughs> but, but there's ways to, to get out and, and to, it, my focus is on ways to physically address it because if we do things that increase our natural chemicals in our brain that cause serotonin and, and happy feelings, it, it com combats the the struggles that, that our brain is also going through. So that's why we, we talk about a lot of those things too. Dopamine, baby. You got to yeah. get the dopamine hit. So <clears throat> lifting weights does actually help. <laughs> contrary to what people want to say, I know. Yeah. So <laughs> right. I want to ask the final question, the one that I ask everybody, what's the one thing yeah. you want the listeners to take away from this conversation? You know what? I think I've got I have two parts. One, to the listeners that this does not apply to at all that are looking at this more from, from the business perspective um, and not maybe not a mom. If you are in line with your actual message, it's going to unravel very easily. So the, the thing that I... Because I, I, I've done a lot of things in my life when it comes to entrepreneur stuff and pursued a lot of different things and everything has always been really freaking hard. And with this one, it wasn't. It wasn't hard. My my story wrote itself like I, I to to sit down and talk about it and and to write out why it's important to me and to wake up every day and to see messages from women that I'm impacting positively and and be able to experience that and and not ever get bored of it. That's because I'm I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be and my journey is exactly in alignment with what I'm supposed to be doing. And so if if you're feeling like like you're butting heads with the universe, you probably are. <laughs> 
and and maybe look out outside of it because one of the the biggest struggles I had in in my in my career was I just wanted to be successful, right? I just wanted to do something that made me successful. And what's funny about it is this was never meant to be a, a business, right? This was never meant to be uh, anything that made me money. It was it was just my journey. It's just something that I happened in my in my personal life. And I have found most of the people that I know that are the most successful are helping people with something that they went through that sucked. <laughs> yeah. So I, the I think mess that becomes the message, right? Totally. Question. So I think that that's the biggest thing is if you're butting heads with the universe. Maybe take a step back and see if you're really in alignment with with what it is that that you're supposed to be doing, or who who are you supposed to be serving? Because if if you're not serving the right people yet, um, the, the universe lets you know. And then for for moms, it's just there's a better way. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Like the everybody doesn't know your doctors are not always right. They you know they're they're good at what they do. Hopefully, I hope they're good at what they do. <laughs> they're doctors. <laughs> Right. But it's okay to question things. Like it's a hundred percent okay to question all of it and to get a second opinion and to know that what is right for your mom or your sister or your best friend isn't right for you. And and to seek out your own path, it's it's okay. Wow. Cheyenne, this was a beautiful episode. I, I didn't oh, know that you. we were gonna go all the places that we went, but this was absolutely outstanding. And I wish you so much success on this Thank venture you. because I think there are so many ladies who need the help and deserve the help more importantly. And so to the listeners, you've made it all the way to the end. I hope you really enjoy the story and you were able to take something away, whether you're a mommy or not. And I really want you to be courageous enough to go out and make your dreams a reality. Your dreams should be real. We'll talk soon. Thank you for joining the tribe today. We would love to hear from you. Please don't forget to rate, like, and share. Perhaps someone you know could benefit from what we've discussed. Until the next time, remember that your dreams should be real.